0: yes I am back I took a bit of a mental health break but I'm back doing the podcast I hope you guys have missed me I've really missed doing this and the Lightskin King is going to introduce today's podcast let's go she she didn't want to She's yes she dance, she won't the start of- business her daddy is not around oh cl- her daddy is not around her mother is not around. So let me be your everything baby (laughs) Let me be your mommy, let me be your daddy (laughs) Let me just shut up and let Drake introduce his podcast In 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 fact the first conversation is going to be about Drake King Slam, Juicy Drake Anyway, welcome to Back in My Room The podcast by Imran Jomo I talk to myself and you listen. Wow, I've I've actually really missed saying that. (laughs) So let's get to it. I wanted to talk about this guy, the goat, my goat at least, Drake, and his new song, uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later, which dropped last week. Can't even remember the day. But what a song, first of all. I really don't think. It's possible for me to hate a Drake song. I know on there's another podcast, I can't remember which one I talked shit about Greece, the song with DJ Khalid. And I'll be honest, I, I, I rescind my take. It's not amazing, but it's, it's amazing how even his worst songs can be so catchy a few days later I found myself just bumping into that song and I was like oh my god I hate I hate this guy because I just said how much I hate this song <laughs> but here I am enjoying myself anyway I that new Drake song laugh now cry later the video the biggest Nike advert or rather the best Nike advert I've ever seen in my life all those Nike athletes I think that was KD sorry i don't know basketball very much but that basketball i think was kd there was obj is it obj no whatever the fuck his name is the guy for american football odell beckham jr <laughs> yes i think it's oh, yes i got it right don't worry so yeah he was there the song itself is amazing Lil Durk feature was it was short there was i think there was a petition going around for uh Lil Durk's verse. To be, to be made longer. But I appreciated his verse. I appreciated the song. I liked. Okay, I noticed uh, there's a part in the song. I think the first verse where he says. The distance between us. Is not. The distance between us is not like a store. This isn't a regular GAP. And I heard that and I was like. Okay there's a shot at Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> if you didn't know Kanye West. Recently just signed a deal. With GAP. For Yeezy, so I think Yeezy will be part of Gap somehow, or Gap will be part of Yeezy, whatever it is. That was a Kanye West shot, and I'm sure even the chorus was a shot at Pusha T and them. But anyway, great song from Drake. It's a really, it's a good start too. It's made me excited for the album, if I'm being honest, which is called Certified Lover Boy, and that name. album is just for me i am the one and only okay not the one and only one of many probably (laughs) but anyone who knows me i am a bit of a lover boy i do tend to find myself in such situations with the opposite gender and it doesn't usually end very well for me (laughs) i'm crying right now (laughs) i also noticed the two cars in the videos are two maybach concepts that okay obviously concept means that the car has not been dropped even drop cars the car has not been put into production and the fact that he managed to have mercedes give him those two concept cars To use for his music video just shows how much of a star drake is like this guy can probably get anything he wants from any company in the world and hey yo i've just realized i've been sucking (laughs) i've been degrading drake for five minutes now anyway let me continue (laughs) i also wanted to note that i have a theory that drake seems to he seems to make himself a meme on purpose on purpose <laughs> he seems to make himself a meme on purpose which i think is just a genius marketing tool and i'll tell you i've noticed this from views okay i don't think he did it intentionally on views and with hotline bling but i think he noticed how big hotline bling became because of the meme that the video spawned and that's a meme format that's still being used even today so and his album cover itself for views that little tiny drake on that big building in toronto became a meme and from then i think he's realized the value of like social media is just a free marketing tool memes, free marketing tool so do give uh, six 6 to 12 seconds of a video of something silly that can be used as a meme, and you're good to go. And he did that with this video, with uh, that little scene where he's crying, <laughs> and that guy pulls up and says, yo, like what the hell are you doing? And he tries, he's there, he's wiping his eyes, singing, yo, it's just been a word, whatever he says. And I've been seeing that all over the timeline, and I'm just like, it may not be intentional, but my theory is that it is because the same thing happened last year with the no guidance video and drake himself is the one who insisted on him and chris brown having that like dance battle so i think he knows what he's doing with these things because that uh, video had that meme for like wow or whatever he freaking says and that also was clipped and used as a mean as a meme over and over again all over the internet and yeah for the first seven minutes of this podcast i've been dick riding drake and i have to admit i'm a stan so yeah you can expect that from me time and time again next thing i want to talk about is two uh two really okay not two really good albums on one one album I really liked the other one I didn't really enjoy that much so let's start with that one and my African Giant Burner Boy I was I'm not very impressed with twice as tall I I'm sorry but African Giant was such an amazing album I have to compare the two <laughs> and i was just not as impressed with twice as tall um maybe uh, it's a personal reason because african giant definitely had more of an r&b vibe and i'm a big r&b head i love r uh with african giant there were two georgia Smith features there was a jeremiah feature and the album itself aside from being Afrobeat, afro pop it had a nice R&B vibe, which is probably why I took to African Giant more than I'm taking to Twice as Tall, because it feels like Twice as Tall just has more of an Afrobeats vibe, and I'm not opposed to Afrobeats, I just, I'm not the biggest fan, if I'm being honest, you wouldn't find me listening to Afrobeats like on a, on a regular day, it's just not me. <laughs> I mean I understand uh, the appeal of Afrobeats when it comes to when it comes to like parties and clubs and shit. but on a regular on a regular schmeglar day you won't find me listening to Afrobeats, so which is probably why I didn't take two twice as tall that much. But a few noteworthy jams were for me way too big and way too big. First of all, <laughs> I don't appreciate a song where another man is telling me how big he is. So, Burner Boy, pause there. I don't want to know, nor do I care how big you are. <laughs> and the song itself, the reason I like it is because it's catchy. And that drop, it sounds like a chain smokers like the chorus, the drop for the chorus. It just sounds like a chain smokers song. Or is it just me who's hearing it? Maybe I, maybe I sound crazy, but listen to that drop again and then go listen to like any other smoker song from a few years back. I swear that sound is very similar. I also really liked 23, which for me is the best song. It has such a nice chill vibe about it. I could listen to that song over and over again. I noticed also Time Flies. I think I'm only mentioning it because of the Southie Soul feature they did their thing there i don't really care for the song that much and the two others that i really like monsters monsters you made with chris martin and real life featuring stormzy and i feel like in those songs okay in monsters you made Burner boy did amazing i think it's even it's like a political song i went i listened to the lyrics i i read the lyrics and the sample in the beginning and at the end so i think some uh, Nigerian politician is talking about whatever Nigerian politics. I didn't know anyway, I really like the song Chris Martin. Feature amazing. But the best feature of the album has to be Stormzy on real life. I didn't know he could sing like that. Okay I did, because his album what is it called Heavy is Heavy is the crown or something. Anyway, but Stormzy can really actually sing. Or croon or whatever it is he does with his voice. It sounds really good and I really liked uh i really like that song so overall i'm not very impressed with the Boy album but um there are a few good songs <clears throat> on to an album that i really did like i heard about this singer called Vi- victoria monet from the joe Burden podcast joe Burden played her song songs from her album twice so i was like okay Maybe she's She's worth listening to. And I went and I listened to her debut album, which is called Jaguar, which came out last week, I think. And oh my God. Yeah, I've fallen in love with her. That album is exquisite. It's nine songs. It's not too long. It's just the perfect, the perfect amount of songs for me. Jesus Christ, my voice. The instrumentals in each song are so like the best word I could come up with is luscious and the grand. It's just lovely, lovely RB, R and B beats, um freaking trumpets and saxophones and all that good shit. Like it has a really funky vibe to it, the whole album, and I loved it. And I I was especially impressed with how talented she is, not just as a singer, she sings beautifully, but as a writer. Her writing on songs like Dive, like, and I'm a writer, which is why I can express like, um, how impressed I was with her writing. She was like, there's a, the song Dive is literally a song <laughs> about receiving head. But the metaphors that she uses she's using metaphors like about swimming and having a conversation but the way she ties it in together it's just oh the song is so sexy and my other favorite song from the album is us like that <laughs> which is a song about her her journey in the gym but you listen to it, and you you probably wouldn't even know exactly what she's talking about if unless you read the lyrics and listen to them properly and watch the video, cause she makes it sound so sexy, like she's made going to the gym sound like she just made it sound so sexy. That song is amazing, and I especially liked how she'll sing she'll sing her her song for like two minutes on a three-minute song, and like the last minute or so, she'll just let the instrumentals go mad, and she'll just let it go, and it's just, oh, yeah, man, like Victoria Monet, the album is Jaguar, the bottom line is she's amazing, she's so talented, and please, if there's anything you take from this podcast, go and listen to that album. Like right now. Okay, not right now. After you finish. But yeah, such a really good album, man. Victoria Monet. Okay. For the second part of today's podcast, I'm sure you can already tell what we're starting with. One of my favorite artists. Why? Why, bro? Well, she said it. She said it. She told everyone. She told them. She told us. We didn't want to know. (laughs) Okay, not we. I, I personally, I was in denial. I'm a big Tory Lanez fan. And when that whole situation came out, I was really hoping, uh, yo, it's just a misunderstanding. I mean, even though all the evidence, she unfollowed him. That was enough. Like, all the evidence just pointed to My guy, Tori, shot her and I really did not want to believe it because I love Tori Lane so much. And he was having the best year of his career, like, so far, man. Like, how could you fuck it up so extraordinarily, so fantastically? How could you mess up this year that you are having, Tori, by shooting Meg The Stallion and it took a while, like she really tried to actually like protect him. I don't know why she was, why she took so long to come out with this story. But yeah, this is, this is exactly what she said. Sorry about it. Yes, this nigga Tori shot me. Oh no. You shot me. And you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying and shit. Stop lying. Why lie? Why, bro? I don't understand. I tried to keep the situation off the internet, but you dragging it. You really fucking dragging it. Motherfuckers talking about I hit this nigga, I never hit you. Oh. Motherfuckers was like I mean, have you seen oh, Tory's she size <laughs> <tra-."> <laughs> no, I wasn't. She'd probably knock him like, out? <laughs> you drop. Oh uh, no. Everybody in the car? It's only four motherfuckers in the car. Okay, thanks, Meg. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> Yo, like, as a Tory Lanez fan, I can't say, I can't even express how disappointed I am. You can't excuse this. You can't excuse the violence against any woman, for that matter. You can't excuse violence against women in any capacity you're a man you're not supposed to be doing this thing story and this just like what even goes to your head to make you want to shoot (laughs) like oh my gosh it's just a super bitch move super super duper bitch move like there's no like this is the extreme like you could i don't care what she did to you i don't care if she abused you i don't care if she called you short if she said she fucked your niggers or what you don't excuse this shit, man and i was just so disappointed i'm sorry if you can hear my baby brother downstairs i can't really do anything about that (laughs) so like this guy man the worst thing you could do like is shoot (laughs) like 2020 is so crazy that this is such a wild scenario you would never even expect it if there was one way a man in the music industry would fuck up his career it would be to hurt one of the most popular women in the music industry right now and that without a doubt is meg the stallion Wap just came out doing beats. Fucking savage. Uh she got she got a she got a Beyonce remix, bro. Like everyone loves Meg. There is no getting away from this situation, man. It's fact. Tory's fact. This guy had quarantine radio this year, it went crazy. He had he got a deal with YouTube. He just went independent, owning all his masters, owning all his music, all the profits to his, to his music. He has his own label where he's signed such amazing artists like Mariah the Scientist, fucking Mansa. Who else is under? Tori's. Uh, I've forgotten the rest of them. But Tori was doing so well. And the one thing he could do to fuck it up he did and he fucking did a great job of that like no one is ever gonna wanna work with him ever again i mean yo thanks for the five chick steps man i enjoyed them but it's done chick step six is not going to save this (laughs) chick step six seven eight i don't care how good the music is nothing is going to save this situation especially with cancel culture at an all-time fucking high <sighs> my negatory is fucked I don't know how he's going to come out and try and save this situation which is so unsolvable unsalvable unsavable <laughs> if that's even a word at this point <sighs> my guy just move back to Canada you've made enough money retire and just disappear from the internet because every time you do something on the internet from now on people are going to remind you that you shot make the stallion there's already i saw a tweet from some musician who said she's taken him off her deluxe album which is tough 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 my guy i'm wondering like is there a way back for him i mean maybe he could he's not chris brown level man chris brown Literally beat Rihanna to a pulp, and yes, it fucked up his career. But till this day, there's still Chris Brown fans, me being one of them, I won't even lie. And I'm still a Tory Lanez fan, I'm still going to listen to his music if he bothers even coming out uh, with music. But I'm sure a lot of people are not going to feel the same way. A large portion of the music industry is not gonna fuck with him anymore. And he was at the height of his popularity, man. Like this is it's too disappointing, bro. I do hope that this whole situation eventually blows over. Because I do like Tory, man. And that he can somehow make a comeback like Chris Brown. But shooting Meg the Stallion, bro, nah. Nah. Negative points for that one. Big 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 bitch move I, I didn't expect it man i really didn't expect something like this from tori but it is what it is and there's really nothing there's really nothing to save the situation right now meg is a rising star she's 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 probably already risen she's continuing to rise tory's star is plummeting and it's going to be a spectacular crash so to finish today's podcast uh some football news jesus christ bro i really hope you guys can't hear my brother screaming downstairs but we move content must be created <laughs> let's go All right so today's friday jesus christ man today is friday sunday champions league final bayern munich psg Obviously, if you've seen the way Bayern have rolled through mother packers in this Champions League, it's ridiculous. What they did to Barcelona, Lord have mercy. Messi is always welcome at Chelsea. Miss Nashida and Eza Kuja. But yeah, Bayern have been, have been doing crazy things. PSG, on the other hand, impressive still that comeback against Atalanta was, was quite something and here is my here's my prediction i think if bayern don't play such a high fucking line the way they've been playing because i watched that game against lyon and bayern were lucky that lyon were just not as clinical as they should have been that line was disgustingly high that those defenders were at the halfway line banner you can't play such games you can't play such tactics against PSG with Mbappe running behind you, uh, Di Maria, and Neymar. Come on. Come on. You you can't play those games against PSG. So if Bayern adjust that line, bring it back, Kidogo, uh, make, make the defense a bit more stable than it is. Because they already press so high. So if Hans Flick... Who's the bayern manager can just bring back that line down kidogo i think bayern can win it but if they go out there and play that high line it's going to be a massacre we might even get <laughs> we might get uh such a high scoring final but it's going to be it's going to be a very entertaining final nonetheless whatever tactics are used whatever uh, whatever teams are chosen is going to be a very very exciting final. But um yeah, if Bayern can sort out the defense, they are winning. If not, PSG. But the way Bayern have been playing, I have to go for them nonetheless, man. And I really, I really like that team. It's fucking scary, bro. Especially with Leroy Sane coming in. That win is going to be disgusting. It's going to be nasty to play against. Lewandowski might score 55 goals again in a season with Sane and and is it Gnabry or Nabri? And Perisic, those guys just whipping in crosses for him. Thanks, bro. He's if you can hear him, he's officially the first guest on my podcast because he can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh all right that's the end of today's podcast and i really want to end with this really nice song i'm playing this drake leaks because when a song is leaked it is property of the public you have not released it officially mr drake and today has just been the Drake edition (laughs) people's person yes keep a person oh man know i know how to get a person you know how to keep a person You see why i love this guy man just let's I just talk somebody. in fact you guys are not ready for that chorus this this is the leak it's called uh slow motion featuring usher yo let's go and everybody ain't gonna be somebody i mean it's been like 20 years since my mother has seen somebody i'm convinced that she thinks that it's too late or something mm. i should try and set up on a date or something you deserve love, how long are you gonna wait for some? Nah, we gon' find you some. And he's talking about his mom like feeling lonely and shit. That's that's a bit dark, dog. doing some some registr single. It's not a Reggie single. Okay, I'm joking, I'm kidding, I'm playing. At least tell me that you hear all the shit that I'm saying. I don't wanna be the only man you have. Yo, Usher is coming through with a hook. Are you ready? never told you what mm. yes thank you for listening if you reach this find the podcast I love you you're an OG I'm start calling my, my listeners a name like my roommates or something because <laughs> back in my room get it oh tell them king of RB officially by the asha you can't fight it moving in slow motion yes oh i love this song thank you for listening it's been imran jomo peace